Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? My name is Fadi Pollution. Welcome back to Let's Talk This Out. Hey, welcome back, all you soldiers and soldierettes. Um, I know last episode was a little bit more, uh, I guess, sombering or whatever the case is. From the feedback I got, people checking up on me if I was okay. I really appreciate that, but I am okay. I was okay, but you know, like I just wanted to say, you know, every day can't be a good day, and I you got to just get that. You got to take that in for what it is and, and, and run with it. Um, sometimes you just have to stay silent also, right? Because uh, no words can explain what's going on in your mind and your heart. So some days to kind of unplug and be silent. Some days, uh, I know if any of you guys got me on Facebook or on Instagram, you don't see me like post as much, and nowhere near as much as I used to. Um, and it's felt good. It's done something, right? I told you guys I delete the app from my phone, so if I want to get in there, I gotta go use the website. Just gotta make it a little harder for me to, you know, get on there. Not just as easy as, you know, just sitting down on the toilet and then, you know, mind numbly scrolling through shit I don't want to see or, you know, a bunch of stuff to, to kind of dictate how I should feel or, you know, whatever the case is, whatever social media is, you know, doing to us. Rush things. I so badly want to fast forward five years. I so badly want to retire. I so badly just want to be a father to my children uh, full time instead of having anything else pull me away from them. But I know when the time is right, everything is supposed to happen the way it's going to happen. Um, and I got to tell myself about this situation as well, too. You know, like I, I get that everything happens for a reason. I got to truly believe that. I don't know what that reason is. And sometimes it's not going to be as clear right away. But after time and after kind of going through those steps and those motions, everything will be made clear eventually. And if it doesn't, then you find a new focus. You find something. There's something. I'm not sure. I'm not there yet, but I'll tell you guys that um, I'm looking forward to, to whatever it is the next step is, you know. I can't just sit here and wallow all the time. Sometimes I need it. Sometimes I lift that relief valve and, you know, those tears come out. Um, and it happens a lot more than I want it to, a lot more than it's ever happened. I, I tell you, before this happened, I can't tell you, I can't re recall the last time I cried, you know. And since this has happened, it just, crying has just felt so good sometimes. Um, but just doing it and, and moving on. Um, something I tell my daughter, you know, it's okay to cry, but you cry standing up. You don't let life beat you down. And I take that on too. I told you guys the best spots for me are the shower, right, because the water's already dripping down my face. But it is what it is. Um, last weekend or this past weekend, uh, me and the kids were supposed to go to Philadelphia just to get away and have Ava meet up with her uh, cousins. And, you know, just, um, you know, uh, not blood, but I pick and choose who I call family. Right. Family isn't always going to be blood. But these are people I've known through middle school, high school, my entire life. And they're, you know, not judgmental. They got their own crosses they're carrying. And it's just nice to see them and be around them because there's no there's no sympathy there's no hey you know how are you doing there's no it's just it's understood man we're just there for each other and it really does make me feel good it gives me that reset that I need sometimes but um, I wasn't able to get to Philadelphia so like the awesome people they are they were like fuck it we'll come down and get a hotel I said nah no need for a hotel you know uh, got a big enough house to, to house everybody along with the people that I have uh, in my house and that's not the boast or anything like that, but it's the reason we built the house this way, right? So we can have people and we can entertain and we can do what we got to do. And we did just that, you know. They came over, you know, we ordered food all the time and, uh, you know, made breakfast, sat around, had some drinks, uh, lit the fire up in the backyard. And it was just, it was a good reset. It wasn't people that I know or see on a daily basis um, here. You know, of course, I know them, but 
it's not the same people that are just always offering support, you know, just blind support. And although it's nice and it's great, it just it's, it gets tiring. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get asked or one of the most questions I get asked, you know, how are you doing? And I don't I'm not asking like I don't I'm not getting it like, hey, how you doing? Like, hey, what's up? Like, how are you doing? Like, people want to know how I'm doing. And I get that it's coming from a good place. Once again, I do. But it's just exhausting to just have to replay how I'm doing in my head. I like to get away and then forget about things sometimes. But it's hard because I know every morning when I wake up, like I tell you guys, man, me and my daughter go through this routine and make sure she knows, like, hey, you know, I'll be back in a couple hours. But it's it's a fucking heart-wrenching emotion or a feeling getting in that car, knowing that anything can happen when I'm on the highway and then hoping that God is watching over me hoping that Amanda is watching over me um, to make sure that I get to work in one piece and get back home in one piece. I don't like uh, I don't like not being in control of things. And when you're driving or when you're out in general, and, and there's no control. There's really no control over most aspects of your life. I feel like at home I got a little bit more control because I'm controlling what's happening within my walls. But outside, man, that world's a fucking crazy place. You know, the inauguration is happening tomorrow. And there's all these talks about you know, uh, planned violence or marches or riots, whatever the case is, you know, for whatever reason. And I'm just thinking like, fuck, man, I'm going to a military base tomorrow, the biggest military base in the world. Um, and I'm hoping that nothing crazy happens on base. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that, but it's just, it's the world we live in. And it's just, it's wild to think that that's something I got to think about. And it's wild to think that these people that don't know me might hurt me. You know, not because I'm targeted, but in general, it just might hurt me because I'm part of or I'm in an area where there's a crowd of people. I just I don't know. It's just things like that that, that go through my head and things that I that keep on going and, and replaying. And it's not like doom and gloom. You know, I got happy thoughts and shit, too. But it's just I don't know, man. I just the thought of thought of not coming home and leaving my kids to be parentless is just crippling. If any of you guys can try to imagine what that feels like, you know, I know a lot of people that are divorced. And, uh, you know, gone through the things or just baby mamas or just baby daddies just, you know, had sex with somebody, had a baby at a wedlock, and, you know, called it a day. Yeah, you guys might not see eye to eye. Yeah, you guys might not be together. But at the end of the day, that kid still has both parents. So if something were to happen to you, no matter how big a piece of shit your baby daddy or your baby mama is, it's it's nice. It's comforting subliminally to think whether you think about it or not, that that kid has a second person that shares their blood to rely on. And I think that's, no, I think, I know, that's that's my biggest thing. That's my biggest, like, it's fucking five months, you know what I mean? It's not going to change. This is not something like time heals all. Time is never going to bring back a second parent for these kids. So while I'm trying to heal myself and while I'm trying to do this, that, and the other, that's one thing I, I'm never going to be able to fucking change or fix, you know? I was talking with a friend earlier, and, you know, she's, like I said, like I, I know a lot of people that are carrying their own crosses, so I don't like to burden anybody with my thoughts or emotions. And I get that a lot of people are like, no, nah, it's just out of ignorance. You're not burning anybody, whatever the case is. It's just me, though. I'm, I'm very to myself when it comes to this kind of shit. I'm very to myself or independent or, you know, stubborn when it comes to talking things uh, out. But um, I know this girl and the thing that she's gone through and the crosses that she had to carry, you know, with two kids and a husband. And she, she feels like sometimes like she just beat down. She's beat down because of the circumstances in the car she's dealt with. But she talks to me, and uh, I feel like I got this 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 woman right here, and um, you know she's doing it. I mean, what's to say I can't do it? 
Uh, circumstances obviously different, but you know what what she's going through or what she's going through is just it's exhausting. You know, from outside looking in, exhausting. And I know what I'm going through is exhausting. So I just tell myself I could do it. And I, you know, she asked me how I'm doing or whatever the case is, and uh, I told her so I just want to fast forward. I want to fast forward, just like I said earlier in this episode, fast forward to retirement. It's like I see the finish line. I really do. I see the finish line in five years. But in between me and the finish line, there's a thousand fucking hurdles that I got to hope my knees will hold up during, like through the jumps, right? And um, that's a metaphor, obviously. I'm not running track. But that's just that's a lot of what I think we go through. I think a lot of us see, you know, where we want to be, and we just see these hurdles in front of us. And then you got two kinds of people, the ones that quit, and the ones that, or the ones that lace up their shoes and start running, and I gotta be that person that runs. I gotta be that person that jumps. I've always uh, asked myself, you know, frequently, you know, how would the person I want to become spend their time? And I try to do that as best as possible. Now, like I've said time and time again, there's 48 hours in every day: the 24 that you plan and the 24 that actually happen. So, for me. I want to spend my time doing what I'm supposed to to work towards whatever goal I'm trying to get to. Now, if you ask me what that goal is right now, there is no goal other than being a, a full-time parent after retirement. I know it's not realistically, you know, going to happen because I'm a fucking busybody. But I'm I'm waiting to to figure that out as my kids progress and as they get older. I'm waiting to find out, you know, what Ava's going to be like in in school. I'm waiting to find out how Thanos grows up, and you know gets to like that preschool kindergarten level and see how independent or free that you know I mean how independent they are and in turn that's that kind of, that would dictate the kind of freedom that I have um, and I don't mean freedom like you know away from my kids I mean freedom as far as flexibility or you know movement around as far as what I'm going to do next and uh I don't know man I saw like I, like I said if you guys can can put like plug in a set of headphones into my ear and listen to my brain, man, you guys would be fucking sleeping probably within a minute. I mean, this podcast might be putting you to fucking sleep. I don't know. And lastly, I did something a little different. I, you know, I, I don't use Facebook, I guess, the way it was meant to be other than just like having friends on Facebook that, you know, either you check up on stalk or like or whatever. But I, uh, I looked up these mental health groups on Facebook and there's one in particular I, uh, I joined. It was, it's a private group. And um, I just not because I want to speak out about my mental health. I think I'm fine uh, in, in that sense. Right. I don't I'm not, I don't think I'm a danger to myself. I know I'm not a danger to myself. I'll put it that way. But I'm trying to get perspective on people. And I go in there and I read some of from for me, you know, some of the most outrageous things that people are reading that, that people are writing. And the way I, the reason I say they're outrageous it's not because they're not warranted and these people don't feel low or people don't feel depressed. But whoever's typing this stuff up sat there, wrote it, read it back to themselves, and then posted it. And the reason why I say it's, like, it's outrageous for me is because I'm one of those people, and I don't know if there's anybody out there like this, but even if I post something simple, like if I want to post something simple, just about whatever, sports, politics, which I don't, but you know what I mean, whatever, I type this shit out like I'm saying it, and then I read it, and I'm like, well, fuck this. It's not worth it. I don't want any kind of fucking comments back. I don't want to start a discussion. I don't want to start any hatred or whatever the case is. I don't do it, so I just delete it. But I feel like I posted it because I wrote it out, and then I <laughs> deleted it. But these people write this stuff out, and I get that sometimes it's just cries for attention. 
or you know reaching reaching for help in the only way they might know but this is a group they're posting to complete strangers expecting something to happen so i go in and i look and see you know how many responses and what kind of comments they're getting and it's it's of no help it's of no help like i, I don't think it's of any help the, the shit that i'm reading is just people that are also broken with you being broken so i ask myself how how is this benefiting anybody you know you uh or at least I do. I've always told myself or I've always believed that you are who you surround yourself with. If you want to be successful, you surround yourself with success. If you want to be broken, you surround yourself with broken people. It's like the blind leading the blind in, in some cases. So I go in there. I don't say anything to anybody yet. You know, I'm, I still haven't. But I understand where the cycle of depression, or at least I think I understand. I understand where the cycle of depression or the cycle of seeking help in the wrong places keeps you in that rut. So I, t I say this, <clears throat> excuse me. And so I say this because there's a lot of people out there, whether they're listening or whether they're not, whether you know them or whether you don't, that are in these cycles. And it's an unchecked behavior or enabled behavior or, an or a behavior that's been fueled in one way or another. You know, hey, it, it, it's normalized. It's normalized in the sense of, uh, you know, you're sad. Ah, man, you're sad. I'm sad, too. Well, two fucking sad people ain't going to help each other out. Not unless it's like a soulmate situation. Uh, this once again, the world according to Fadi. The reason I'm saying this once again is if you find yourself being one of those people and you're looking for these answers, you know, look for them in in a positive manner and in, in pages that like reassure and reaffirm positivity and a positive outlook on things. You know, a negative mindset's never going to yield positive results. So I want to say this, but there's 122,000 people on this group or on this page. That's 122,000 broken souls. And of those, I'm not sure how many are still living, right? Because Facebook legacy is a thing, right? I don't know if, if that if you are still part of pages after you pass. I'm assuming if you have an account after you pass, you have an account and that's it. It's not... But I just wonder, you know, out of these, because like none of the comments, none of the posts have, have ever broke like a thousand comments or likes or whatever. So, you know, either they're all robots in there and just to, to make the page look like it's fucking beefed up or something or just there's nobody getting any help. But I feel bad. I feel bad that one hundred and twenty two thousand people, if they are people, not robots, had gone to look for this mental health awareness and help type group. And from what I've seen so far, I've gotten nothing but just more depressed people posting about depressed shit. All right. And this is not to downplay depression. I think depression is very real, but depression is only as real as we allow it to be. It's okay to have problems. I think it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to not have the answers in life, but what's not okay is to go about finding those answers or finding that help or finding those, that path that you're looking for from people that have never fucking figured that answer out. So right now, when I feel down and out, I look to people that have gone through and carried some some crosses of their own. And I see, like I tell myself, you know, this person can do it. This person wakes up and puts their pants on the same way I do. This person eats, breathes shits just like I do. Maybe not shits. I take violent shits. But maybe they take violent shits. I don't know. But either way, you know, that support system that I've, all, I've talked about now for, this is what, third, episode 32? Yeah. The support system is so key because the people around you are who you are. You're most like the, the five people that you keep around you the most. 
If you got a bunch of drama heads around you, guess what? Your life is full of drama. If you got a bunch of uh, people going through divorce, you're starting to question your marriage. You say you want to go divorce too. You know, if, if, if you're married and you're hanging out with a bunch of single people looking at the single life, you're always thinking the grass is green to somewhere else. It's just not it's not feeding into what you're trying to fix. And it blows my mind that there are people out there that are going through this process alone thinking that it's going to be fixed by people that are just as fucked up as they are. And that's where I'm going to leave you guys out today. All right. Think about that. Reach out. Talk to me. Anchor. If you're listening to this on Anchor, there's a there's a message box that people have been using or a message feature that people have been re- using to reach out. If you got me on social media, reach out to me on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. Like I said, I'm the only Fadi Kalusha thing on Facebook. On Instagram, I'm the only Mr. Virginia Beach. I think I'm the only Mr. Virginia Beach. I don't know. I might have to change that handle eventually. And, um, yeah. But, I mean, you guys you guys know how to reach out to me. A lot of you guys have, like I said, and I appreciate it. But um, I'll leave you with that. Think about it. Let me know what you guys think. Maybe I'm dead fucking wrong. And I'll admit it when I'm wrong. But I'm always going to be the second to admit it. You know. <laughs> all right? Y'all keep swimming, all right? And if you can't, if you feel tired and those arms getting heavy, take a deep breath and fucking float. All right? I love you guys.